A recent poll is shedding light on the latest data regarding the financial concerns of retirees and pre-retirees in the wake of the recent market volatility, inflation, and other fears. The data seems to point to a glaring concern of what constitutes a secure retirement. You're going to want to hear this. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome once again. It's great to have you along. Marty Neville is uh, the head of Smart Money Solutions and the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. Take what Marty does from the name of his book, Retirement. That's what Marty specializes in. And Marty, we've got a lot of numbers to dig into, but actually very interesting numbers. I know the conversation that will ensue also will be interesting on this. Absolutely. Yeah, it's there are some surprising numbers at, at that after I'm reading this. Yeah, it's a Kiplinger survey conducted in June of this year asking just over 800 Americans their thoughts on retirement. So we're going to dig into these. Marty, what is it as far as um, retirees and their outlook on their financial future in their retirement? Well, most people, you know, 70%, according to the survey, 70% think they're going to have enough income to live comfortably. Uh, 66% said that they're com- they're confident that they're not going to run out of money in retirement. Well, that's good. Uh, I wish the numbers were higher on that, but uh, it's, the bottom line is most people, and most people I deal with and work with, uh, are going to have uh, comfortable retirements, no doubt. It's always interesting in these surveys because we don't know exactly how uh, they the question was asked because there's another running out of money, uh, some data from that that may be a little bit different from that a little bit further on. But uh, pre-retirees, I mean, that's confidence that you just um, mm-hmm. echoed from retirees, but pre-retirees doesn't seem to be as much confidence. Well, you know, it, it, it's a nerve-wracking experience to transition from, you know, working life. You've been working all these years and you've been possibly the same company, the same job. And now all of a sudden you're going to be shutting that spigot off uh, and, and that and that income stream has to be generated by you. Mm-hmm. So it is nerve-wracking. Well, that's true. Retirees and, have done it. So maybe they right. have more confidence. Yeah. Right. The, re- the retirees are there. So yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of anxiety out there. There's no doubt about it. I hear it and see it every day. You know, but pre-retirees, now that's a different story because now they're they're looking forward to it. They, they're looking at the economy. They're looking at the volatility. They're looking at the inflationary pressures. They're looking at all these different the, these different things that are going to affect them in retirement. And there's there's a lot of concern, serious concern, uh, about making sure that they have sufficient uh, income, making sure they have sufficient assets, making sure that everything is going to be in line. And that's where sitting down and, and with me and putting together these plans is is that much more crucial because I'll take that fear away and show you exactly how it's going to work based on what you've saved and and what you've accumulated. So that's where these that's where the uh, guaranteed lifetime income plan and the social security maximization report come in that much more handy. And we've said it here too, once you get the the planning process started, certainly your confidence hopefully will increase. You'll feel more confident about your retirement. Marty is of course available to talk with you at 888 519-9096, 888-519-9096. From the Skiplinger survey, though, it really mirrors what you just said about uh, how the difference between confidence levels of and concerns of retirees and pre-retirees concerning stock market volatility. 
Well, yeah, I mean, the stock market volatility, people that are contributing to their 401k, they've, they've, they've had a, a, a market decline. Uh, so the, their, their balances have decreased in, in some cases substantially, depending on how they've been allocated. So yes, there's, there's a lot of concern. I've get calls every day from, from clients and, and new clients that, that want to move their money out of their 401k. They want to put it in somewhere safe because they, they're getting ready to retire in the next several years. And now's not the time to really get high risk. You know, how much are you willing to lose is always the question I ask. And the, the answer is invariably nothing. But, you know, if your 401k is market-based, uh, you do have the option of putting it into a, uh, the, the money market side of the, of the uh, 401k. You know, you won't be earning much, but you're not going to lose anything. So, yeah, I, I, I've been getting a lot of calls, a lot of concern, a lot of anxiety out there, especially from pre-retirees that are looking at retirement in the face and they're getting ready to pull that trigger. And now's not the time to, that couldn't happen at a worse time mm -hmm. to have their uh, have their balances uh, decreasing because of market volatility over something they have no control over. Yeah, and, and the uh, from the survey, the a majority of retirees and pre-retirees are really not doing anything as far as acting on market volatility. Well, there yes, there I have a lot of people that are sitting on cash. They've they've they, when the market started going down, uh, they saw what was happening, and and some of them consulted with me about that, and I said put it into cash, sit on the sidelines, wait it out, don't do anything. Uh, and then when the market comes back, we'll go back into the same funds you were in before. So uh, that, that, that it, I'm talking about their 401ks, mm -hmm. obviously. So uh, yes, they're they're not doing a lot. They're just sitting on the sidelines and just kind of waiting it out to see what's going to happen. They're happy that they that they did move their money into cash yeah. because they save themselves probably 20 to 30 percent mm. of a decline, and they don't have to worry about that coming back before they start getting to the break-even point. Yeah, it may not be a bad strategy. What are the numbers from the survey on the subject of Social Security? Well, they, 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 it's interesting because a lot of people have been deciding to take their Social Security a little early, which, which means that the average age... Uh, of people claiming their benefits was 63, which is which is surprising to me, because most of my clients are still working at 63 and they don't really need the money. But uh, but that's that's interesting that 83 percent. Yeah, that really have, is. Have reported that they're going to claim their Social Security benefits uh, earlier than later, and and if if you take it before your full retirement age, uh, you're going to lose those benefits with because especially if you're still working, you're going to lose some of those benefits based on your income from your W two paycheck. Right. So so that's that's interesting. If you're retired, that's a different situation where you can claim your Social Security early, and it won't your benefits won't be affected by any anything unless you get a part time job or unless you start making. What is it? Nineteen thousand eight hundred and sixty dollars, Dave, or nineteen five sixty, I believe. But yeah, in that neighborhood. But yeah, yeah, and even that's interesting, though. But of course, even if you're not working and you claim early, it's less money, right? I mean, if you live long enough, I guess you could you get it. Right. It's it's definitely a reduced benefit if it's before your full retirement age. If you and we're all eligible to claim at sixty two, we all know that. So you can claim it at 62 if you so choose, if you're not working or working. You know, the, the problem with working before your full retirement age is the benefits are going to be affected by your income. So once you hit your full retirement age, you can work and claim your benefits and your benefits won't be affected. 
But the longer you wait, the higher the benefit. It goes up by 8% a year. And of course, Social Security never was meant to be the sole source of income. So what does this survey show on how um, those who responded consider their stable source outside of Social Security? Well, uh, most of my clients have, uh, I'm, I'm glad to say, most of my clients have more than one source of income. Yeah. They might have a pension. They got their RMDs from their retirement accounts. They, they might have uh, income from interest and dividend income from, from various uh, sources that they have, stocks and bonds. They might have CDs and savings accounts. They might have rental income. So all, they might have K-1 income from a company that they are, are part owner or owner of. So there's a lot of different sources of income that my clients have. And I, I'm, I'm glad about that because that helps with the, with the with retirement income planning because the more income that you have, the more income and the more money you have in retirement, the happier you'll be. That's just the, that's the end of the that's the bottom line. Right. right? And the, the more, more secure income, you'll the better feel off you'll be, the sure. more secure, the more comfortable, the more confident that you're going to be that you don't have to worry as much. So my my whole, you know, uh, game plan is to make sure that you do have a good source of income. It's guaranteed for life and and it's sufficient to meet all those needs that you're going to have, whether it's travel or golf or a hobby that you're going to take up or just, you know, take care of the grandkids, whatever the situation is. My job is to make sure that income is going to be sufficient to meet your needs. Your taxes are as low as possible and you're in your again, your income is guaranteed. And a minute left here, so maybe we can look at what the breakdown is among in this survey retired and non-retired re-participants uh, re, uh, in the survey as far as what concerns them or, or what do they worry? What do you worry? Here is the question. Which of the following things would you worry less about if more of your retirement income were guaranteed? Well, more people are worried about not having enough money because none of us know how long we're going to live. I mean, I have clients in their 80s, 90s. I have clients over 100 years old, and the report does go to 100, so that's good news. But, yeah, the, the, the biggest concern is usually not having enough money, running out of money. Uh, do they have a sufficient income to meet their needs? So, and, that, and these are the questions that I ask at our initial consultation is how much money are you looking for? What are your sources of income going to be? You know, what are your expenses going to be? I mean, if you have credit card debt, I, you know, we talk about, you know, eliminating certain bad debt, keeping certain good debt. Uh, so there's 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 a lot of different things that go into all of this planning. But uh, the usually the number one concern is either not having enough or running out. Uh, here's your chance. And, and if you're not yet a retiree, but close, that's a great time to get with a retirement specialist like Marty and get a get on track with retirement planning. Here's that chance to schedule that initial consultation at no cost, no obligation. Yeah, putting together a written plan, having a written plan in hand that you can reference, that we can we can amend if need be and up, update from time to time as things change in your life is really, really important. If you don't have a plan, you need a plan. I mean, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. You're big boys and girls. You know, it's not my job to, to reprimand you. But if, if you don't have a plan, you should have a plan. And let's sit down and talk about it. So give me a call. My number is 888-519-9096. Give me a call. You'll hear my friendly voice on that recording. When you do call that number, leave me a short message, and I will get back to you sometime this morning, and we'll sit down at the office. I'm not going to have you sign anything. I'm not, not going to pressure you into doing anything. This is strictly so we can put together these plans for you. 
and and see where you're going to be and how how your re- retirement's going to look and make sure that, that we we know what the anticipation and expectations are going to be. Again, my number is 888-519-9096. Everybody I meet with at the office either and and the initial consultation could be either on the phone or or face to face in the office, you know, depends on our both of our schedules. I am about two weeks out, so give me a call so we can figure it all out and, and make sure that we can put these plans together custom tailored just for you. 888-519-9096. Everybody gets a copy of my book, Retirement Smart America. And it's uh, for a limited, of course, opportunity at no cost, no obligation. One more time, the number 888-519-9096. Quick break, Marty, what's coming up? Well, you know, after the break, we're going to talk about what a safe withdrawal rate of your retirement dollars is. It depends. It depends on how much you've saved, with what the rate of inflation is, and couple that with interest rates and stock market volatility and other things. So, you know, after the break, we're going to have a big discussion about how to and when to take out those distributions. with Financial Safari and Marty Neville of Smart Money Solutions. Marty Neville licensed in 19 states, so not just helping people in Houston and Chicago, but actually if those clients move, well, Marty kind of goes with them. In other words, he maintains that relationship, just picks up a license where they move to. Marty's book is Retirement Smart America. Well, we're going to look at uh, a safe withdrawal rate here and several factors that determine what your safe withdrawal rate is for your retirement nest egg. So, Marty, I mean, first off, what is what would be considered a safe withdrawal rate? We always heard the 4% rule, but that's kind of out the door now, right? Pretty much. uh, Pretty much. It it depends on, you know, the withdrawal rate from your retirement accounts. The interesting thing is that the government mandates you take out about 4% of your. uh, That's true. When you take (laughs) when you take your required minimum distributions at 72, the withdrawal rate's 4%. Yeah. So that's 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 how much you have to take out because the government requires it starting at age 72. At least that's the way the rules are written right now. Uh, at age 72, you have to take out about 4% of the total amount in your account based on the value on December 31st of the previous year. So that's how they determine what your RMD is for the upcoming year is what the balance is on December 31st of the previous year. So it's about 4%, uh, it, it, you know, depending on which, if you have a million dollars, obviously you have to take out $40,000. Yeah. If you you know have $100,000, you have to take out $4,000. So it depends on you know what your balances are, what your needs are, uh, and what other sources of income. We just talked about this in the other segment, in the last segment. You know what your other sources of income are. You're still going to have to take that four percent out, but you may be able to cut back on other incomes that you're taking because you may not need to take those distributions from other sources because now at age seventy two, you're taking out those RMDs. Well, it sounds like with RMDs, they're like I was in the late 80s, just holding on to those asset wash jeans as long as I could, but they're holding on to that 4%. But I mean, nowadays, even the person who originally articulated the 4% rule, Bill Bingham has backtracked on, he's retracted. So what what is the way you calculate in a custom fashion for each client a safe withdrawal rate? Well, I ask how much income they're looking for in retirement. And it's usually 70, 75 to 80 percent of their pre-retirement income. So if you made $100,000 uh, during your course of your career, just to use a round number, 
I'm going to look for seventy five dollars to $80,000 as far as income in retirement. And I'm going to use all the different sources of income. Again, Social Security is, is you know, number one because obviously that's going to have a huge impact on your total income. Obviously, RMDs at, at age 72 or even earlier is going to have an impact. If you have rental income, if you have interest and dividend income, all of those different sources are going to contribute to the total income stream. So it's, it really is based on how much income you're needing on an annual or monthly basis. And then I have to plug that in and kind of do it, do it in reverse. So, okay. Uh, if you're, if you're looking for a hundred thousand dollars and your income was a hundred thousand dollars while you were working, obviously yeah, we have to, we're, we're, we're looking for a hundred percent of your total pre-retirement income. So it all depends on how we look at it, what yeah. your, what your uh, total sources of income are. And, and then we can, we can go from there. So, I have very, very, very few people that are ever disappointed once I put a report together because it really comes out making them look perfect. That's great. That's great. We talked, I think it was last week, about um, even practicing that retirement budget before you retire and really giving you a better idea. I would guess if there are any pros and cons of having a safe withdrawal rate strategy, and I would think it would be a majority pros, but maybe a the cons would come in if you try to determine it yourself without the help of someone like you, Marty, not well, you. It, it, yeah. Again, it, it's, you know, having a, having a coach, we talked about this last week also having, having a coach with you to guide you along the path. You know, I, I, I couldn't do their jobs. I mean, if, if you're a doctor or a lawyer, or if you're a, uh, any kind of a professional or, or whatever your job was, if you work in a factory, I can't do that. You can't do my job. So uh, that's that's where, you know, when you when you hire somebody to, to handle your, your finances and put things together for you. And again, I do not just finances, but I do estate planning. I do tax planning. So we, we cover the entire gamut of, of different uh, different areas of retirement. Uh, so when we the, the pros and the cons have to be looked at, you know, what are you looking for in retirement? If you're looking for, you know, a huge amount more than your your assets are, you know, we're going to there's going to be an issue and you're not going to be able to su sustain yourself and support yourself. But we have to look at all the different sources. You know, the biggest the downside, you know, is, is what everybody thinks is a safe withdrawal rate and how much they're anticipating to take out of those accounts and then make sure that those accounts are going to live and last because because not only when you're taking money out, you want to make sure that money's growing at the same time. So right. That's yeah. when I put together the plan. I'm putting, I'm factoring in growth into your assets as well, and growth on your income. I want your income to be going up, and I want your, I want your account balances to be going, going up as well, because you've got to be making money, otherwise you're going to deplete your accounts. Okay, I let me mention your number first and how you get in touch with Marty because I've got all these questions that maybe you know someone driving in their car or listening would also have. I'm just going to throw them at you, but 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096 to get in touch with Marty and get your own questions answered. Um, all about you, too, when you have that one-on-one. -on -one. So if you... You because you build in a personal pension, if you will, if that's good enough and what you have to work with is enough to build in that income, a retirement paycheck, would the goal be obviously to lower any or have zero withdrawal rate, at least until you turn 72? I mean, do you need to pull from it if you have Social Security factored in and that guaranteed income that you have? 
Absolutely, Dave. You know, you, you can avoid taking those distributions, and I I encourage you to avoid because it's all it's going to do is increase your taxes too. Don't forget, when you start taking RMDs from your retirement accounts, every penny of that's going to be taxable. So, and that's a good problem to have. But yes, if you have other sources of income, Social Security, dividend income, uh, rental income, possibly a pension, maybe, uh, yes, you can avoid taking those distributions from your retirement accounts until you're. 72 and then you have to take out that minimum minimum required which is about four percent so absolutely uh there's there's no requirement to take anything before you're 72 uh but obviously when you turn 72 your income is going to go up and so is obviously your tax liability but right but it's it's really important to you know and that's that's the finessing part of this of the planning process is to is to take from the from the income that's going to give you the least amount of tax liability. And obviously, eventually, you're going to have to take distributions and your tax, you're going to have to pay the taxes on that money. But at the end of the day, you know, take the take the income from the, 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 the distributions from the source that's going to provide you the least amount of uh, anxiety mm-hmm. as far as tax liability is concerned, and then we'll uh, we'll 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 finesse it uh, later and add that other income in as is required when you turn seventy two. Yeah, I mean, and then before you turn seventy two, if you're still working, there are some things you can do to lessen that tax impact. If you look at Roth, if you if your company provides a Roth four hundred one k, if you have a Roth IRA, uh, because I think we talked about you have to still take the RMD on the Roth 401k, but it's no taxes. Uh, you've already paid them and you don't even have to take an RMD on a Roth IRA, but is there a point where it's too late really for that to be effective? Well, I have clients that they're going to retire next year and they say, Hey, should I put the rest of my money in the Roth? And it's like, you can't, you can't accumulate enough to make a big difference. Right. Uh, I would rather see you keep contributing to the traditional Again, yes, you're going to have a tax consequence when you turn 72 or start taking distributions, whichever comes first. But uh, it, you know, depending if you're if you're you know 25 or 30, yeah, contr- contribute to a Roth, absolutely, no doubt about it. Uh, it. It makes a lot more financial sense. Yeah, there's no tax advantage now, but look at all the income you'll have later that'll be tax exempt. But uh, if you're already in your late 50s or 60s and still working, getting ready to retire or thinking about it, it, it may or may not uh, be efficient for you to to uh, to add money or contri- start contributing money to the to the uh, Roth. And you also have to remember that if you did, say, convert your contributions strictly to the Roth, you're going to have a huge increase in your tax liability on your taxable income. Because that uh, traditional 401k contributions uh, comes out tax-free or, or pre-tax, I should say. So there's no tax consequence initially. The tax consequence is when you take those distributions later. But yeah, I would. I and, and the same thing goes for doing uh, Roth conversions. I have a lot of clients that ask me about doing Roth conversions. Right. Right. And and, and it's, again, it's a case by case situation. It depends on if you're still working. It depends on what your total income is at that time, if it makes sense to do a conversion, because remember, if you say, if you want to convert, say $50,000 from your traditional IRA or traditional 401k to a Roth, you've got to pay tax on that Mm $50,000 in that, in that same tax year. So if you're still working and earning a a decent amount of money, now you've just added $50,000 more to your taxable income, which may or may not be a, a smart move 
or to your best interest. That's why getting with a professional and, and determining what is your safe withdrawal rate, your best withdrawal rate, or do you want to leave it alone as much as possible? That comes out of this consultation. That's what Marty offers. Limited, of course, based on his schedule, a comprehensive review going over these matters. And here's your chance to schedule at no cost and no obligation. Yes, sir. For the next 15 minutes, the lines are all open. Call me at 888-519-9096. Leave me a short message, and I will get back to you sometime this morning, and we'll set up a time that's convenient for both of us to either have a phone consultation initially or meet in the office. I have offices throughout the entire area. So there's uh, wherever you're living, whether you're north, south, east, or west, I I, have an, I usually have an office in that area to meet with you. So give me a call. We can't do anything until you call 888-519-9096. And we'll put together these plans for you at no cost, no obligation. The Guaranteed Lifetime Income Plan, in addition to the Social Security Maximization Report, everything is custom tailored to your specific wants, needs, goals, and desires. But again, I can't do a thing until you call 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six. Give me a call, and I will get back to you sometime this morning. This is not a pressure event, as Marty said earlier. And he, if you decide to not go forward, then you, this is still yours. He doesn't. He said it before. He doesn't snatch it away from you. The information you get from this review, and if you do decide to go forward, well, then he'll work with you uh, on getting that retirement or those retirement strategies together for you. Eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six. 888-519-9096 to schedule with Marty. Another very quick break, but we have more to come. Marty, what's up next? Well, yeah, you know, it's, sometimes it's really easy to forget that the money you've accumulated in your 401ks and your IRAs is taxed when you take those distributions. There's a mortgage on that money. When we come back, we're going to talk about RMD mistakes to avoid. Stay tuned. Financial Safari back at it into the conversation with Marty Neville, Smart Money Solutions. Marty Neville, a retirement specialist, and his book, of course, is about retirement. Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. And you get a copy of that when you schedule that initial consultation with Marty Neville. And, you know, he opened uh, just recently, uh, just, just a few moments ago, the phones for 15 minutes to schedule just that at no cost, no obligation at 888 888- 519-9096-888-519-9096. Well, we're going to continue the conversation on RMDs, Required Minimum Distributions, Secure Act, the original Secure Act raised the age to do that from 70 and a half to 72, and Secure Act 2.0, if, if it ever passes, and I'm hearing that it will. Uh, there's bipartisan support propo- proposes to raise it further incrementally, but right now we're at 72. But even that, it's not just as simple as saying when you turn 72, you take it. Marty, it's a little more complicated, and you could take it at the wrong time. Well, there there is a strategy, obviously, of when to take it, you know, depending on your month of birth. Uh, you know, if you were born, let's say, uh, your 72nd birthday, uh, is is in July or August or November, you can avoid taking that first RMD until April 1st of the following year or any time prior to you taking uh, filing your income tax. So you, you have to take it before you file your income tax. So okay. it ha- you can wait till April 1st if that's when you file. 
but it has to be declared on the that year's taxes as a distribution. But you can you can do it after the first of the year. Most in most cases, I usually recommend taking it by by the th- end of the year by December thirty first, and this way that avoids possible um, mistakes that are made by some companies. I've, I've seen it happen on many occasions, but uh, by taking it by December 31st is usually the safer route to go. So there's no confusion as to what tax year that uh, distribution is for. Okay. I mean, because there's, you don't want two in the same year, number one, right? I mean, that would be a huge tax burden, wouldn't it? Right. Well, you know, one is going to be for the previous year. If you wait till after the first of the year, uh-huh. one of that, that particular distribution is for the previous tax year. And then you're going to have to take another one later that year oh, gotcha. for that tax year that we're in now. So, yes, you can take two in the same year, but they're, they're, they're showing up on two different tax gotcha. returns as okay. distributions. Oh, OK. All right. Well, how do you even know? But you mentioned earlier that it's funny, even though the 4% rule has kind of gone by the wayside, not, as, not for RMDs because they really follow that. But how do you know exactly how much you need to take out? Well, the company that the money's invested in is required by law to send you a notice in January advising you how much you have to take out. So uh, on December 31st of every year, that's when it's determined how much you have to take out as far as an RMD the upcoming year. So the company that where your money's invested uh, is required to send you a notice in the mail. Uh, advising you how much you have to take as far as an RMD is concerned. Now, you can take it, you know, any way you want. You could take it on a monthly basis. I have a lot of clients who wait till November and during holiday time and take it. It depends. You know, that's up to you. That's a personal decision you have to make as far as when you want to take that. Uh, but, uh, yes, the, the bottom line is uh, there, there, you want to make sure that you're taking it uh, and you're taking it uh, properly in that in the tax year that you're supposed to avoid right. those penalties. And don't miss those the the mailings you may get from the companies you deal with or better yet you keep a calendar don't you for your clients. Well, the bottom line <laughs> yes. I mean I I make sure that my clients all stay compliant. I'm not I'm going to make sure that you know your RMD is is satisfied for the year. I don't want any of my clients being penalized. I mean that's so so easy to avoid and it's such it would be such a terrible thing. I mean, uh, you know, there, there are different, there are, you know, different rules that apply. Uh, you know, for example, certain, certain companies, like, for example, if you have your money in TSP, the, the thrift savings plan mm-hmm. of the federal government, they do not send out a notice advising you how much you have to take out. Wow. You have to figure it out yourself. Why not? So, because the other companies, are they mandated to do that? Well, it's a government agency. Okay. So. <laughs> you don't get a gee, reminder from a the IRS? Uh, on. Gee, uh, <laughs> gee, what a surprise. The government doesn't, uh, have to, to, doesn't have to follow their own rules. Wow, yeah. Because <laughs> the other is a rule, right? They have to send that out. To yes. their clients. Every company yeah. that invests, whether it's a, a, a life insurance company, whether it's a, a brokerage house, whether it's a bank, they're required by law to send a notice advising you how much you have to take out of that particular IRA or 401k. Yeah. They're all required to do that. So, but again, there's exceptions to the rule and it's usually government agencies. Well, you know, I'm, my brain already hurts and this is why, and we're not even done here. This is why RMDs, when we you get into this subject, it really points to the need to work with a professional in your retirement planning. And Marty is certainly available to be that partner with you as he is for so many 
888-519-9096 to schedule with Marty, 888-519-9096. So there, now to further complicate matters, RMD rules differ for IRAs and 401ks. What are some of those differences? Well, an IRA is, you know, the contribution limits are different. Uh, distributions are, are a little bit different. So, for example, if you have a Roth 401k, even though the Roth, there's there's no tax consequence, with a Roth 401k, you're required to take a distribution. You'd still be penalized. If you don't take a distribution yeah. from a Roth 401k, there will be a penalty if you don't take the distribution in a timely manner. Which is quite All severe. you have to do is convert <laughs> it to a Roth IRA, which means move it from the employer to an outside uh, company. Right. Uh, and now you've got a Roth IRA. So again, once you have, once it's a Roth IRA, there's no requirement distribution. Why wouldn't distribution you convert it from, so it's converting it from one Roth to another. You've already paid exactly. the taxes on it. Exactly. The taxes have already been paid on the money. The gains, any growth and gains that you have is are tax exempt. So yes, it's, it's a very simple process. I do it every day, uh, moving the money from the Roth 401k, which is at the employer to a, an outside Roth and converting it to an IRA. It's the same money. It's, it's right. the same balance. So it's just a matter of moving it into a different a different investment vehicle. And you can convert more than you can contribute to a Roth IRA or any IRA, right? Uh, yes. The conversion yes. amount of ceilings are higher. If you're over 50 and you want to contribute to an IRA, the maximum is $7,000. Right, contribute. If you're yeah. over right, if you're over 50 and you're contributing to a 401k at work, the maximum is $27,000. What about for conversion so, though? I mean, or can well, you conversion? I usually recommend if you're going to do and you want to do conversions, uh, that's based on how much you're willing to do as far as what your tax liability is going to be. So, so Roth conversions and you can, you can, con, you know, you is can there no limit? The contributions. No, there's no limit. You can contribute all of your con traditional oh, to a Roth. I was wrong with that. You're okay. going to have a heck of a tax bite. Uh, and you're not going to want to. Uh, you're probably not going to want to do it. And I don't recommend doing it because, uh, of the, you know, the, the tax count. You're going to put yourself in higher or higher. Oh, absolutely, or sure. Tax brackets. That would be that would hold you back. But if it's from a Roth 401k to a Roth IRA, it wouldn't matter. No, no. There's no. There's no. There's no tax ramification on that because all you're doing is is taking it from the employer the 401k from the employer and putting it in a, in an outside investment strategy. So now it's an IRA so that, will, that will eliminate the need to take an RMD. Man. Oh man. I'm glad somebody like you keeps up with all of this. All right, so what if you're still working at age 72? At age 72? Well, if you're contributing to a 401k, there's no required uh, distribution needed. So if you're if you're still working and contributing, and I just got a phone call this past week from a client who is who's 72, he's still working, he loves his job, he loves what he's doing, uh, he's still contributing to his 401k, and he asked me, do I have to take a distribution from my 401k? The answer is no, because you're still working and contributing to it. Any outside IRAs he might have, or any uh, other 401ks he has with other former employers. Yes, there is going to be a distribution requirement from any IRAs and any other 401ks from companies he's not working for. Oh, anymore. I see. So, okay. so the company he's working with now, no, there's no distribution requirement until the such time as he re does retire. 
the other outside IRAs and 401ks, yes, definitely want to take the distributions. You don't want to get, get stuck with that 50% penalty. Another dumb question from old Dave here. What, what then, if you're still working, can you put the old 401k money and all into your new 401k if your company allows it? Would it make sense if to do that? If your company allows it, yes, you may want to do that. It's usually more advisable to put it in an outside investment where okay. you have more choices and, and more and more liquidity potentially. Uh, the 401k, sometimes it's restrictive how much you could pull out of there. So it depends on the 401k company who's handling it and managing it and administering it. So it's really something you have to look at. I don't recommend it. Be- and a lot of companies don't allow it mm-hmm. because uh, they just they don't want to take on Deal the liability <laughs> right. of, of the uh, other company's 401k money. So it's usually best if to take it and put it into an outside IRA and manage it yourself or have someone like me manage it for you. Not only will Marty work with you on maximizing your social security, building an income in your retirement, talking to you about that and proactive tax strategies, but yes, breaking down these complicated RMD rules. Here's another chance to schedule with Marty at no cost, no obligation. Yes, sir. Okay. For the next 10 listeners who call in at 888-519-9096, we will put together these plans for you at no cost, no obligation. They're all custom tailored to meet your specific wants, goals, needs, and desires. So give me a call. I do. Uh, I am about two weeks out, so I do have cancellations from time to time. So we can fit you in from uh, occasionally, but uh, give me a call, and you'll hear my friendly voice on the recording when you do call 888-519-9096. Leave me a short message, and I'll call you back sometime this morning, and we'll set up a time to meet and have a conversation, whether it's on the phone, the initial consultation, or in, in the office. Uh, the initial consultation will be informational only, and we'll We'll get all the information we need to put the reports together. So give me a call. Again, my number is 888-519-9096. You mentioned that you have cancellation sometimes. It reminds me when you try to schedule a, a medical appointment and they're like, well, we have an opening here in the year 2029, but we can put you on a cancellation list. Yes, please do. But <laughs> yours is not that far out, but it could be no. two weeks. But yes, as you said, you get some cancellations. The, the most important thing is to get this scheduled with Marty. Uh, and yeah, he'll call you back at the end of the show and pick a good time to, to get together. 888-519-9096. 888-519-9096 for Marty Neville. And you do get a copy of his book, uh, Retirement Smart America, when you schedule. Bring all your questions to this consultation. Uh, they're very valuable for both you and Marty. And speaking of questions, Marty. Yes, sir. After the after the short break, we're going to tackle more questions we received from listeners during this past week. So stay tuned. Financial Safari is the show. Marty Neville is the retirement specialist providing this great information on this show every week. Marty heads up Smart Money Solutions. His book is Retirement Smart America. And I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins, ready to jump into these questions. Questions from listeners. We love this. It's how we've closed this show out for years. Uh, Let's start with Daniel, who says, call me a nerd, but I've always had fun researching and then buying and selling stocks as a hobby. 
Now, my wife, not so thrilled about me continuing this hobby as we get into retirement, which is only a couple of years away now. Any advice on a way for us to find some middle ground here? <laughs> listen, listen to your wife. All right. <laughs> you know a what they say. Wife, a happy wife is a happy life. Absolutely. And I agree with your wife here. If you're getting ready to retire and you're playing, you know, Russian roulette here in the stock market that we are, that even the best professionals are having difficulty yeah. with this volatility, I would say, uh, you know, we should sit down and have a conversation. And uh, I'm going to side with your wife on this occasion. I think what would be the middle ground? Just a little play money, maybe a little well, play amount. Yeah, I mean, uh, depends how old this gentleman is. Uh, you know, Daniel, it depends. Let's say you're 65. You know, 65% of your money should be in a safe money strategy at this mm -hmm. point. Uh, if you're going to retire in a couple of years, obviously it sounds like you're going to retire at your full retirement age from Social Security purposes and, and start your Social Security. But, uh, you know, the, the rule of thumb I use is whatever your age is, that amount should be in safe money. And you can take that other 35%. And, and play with it in the market or whatever you want to do with it. Because if you lose that 35% or a, or, or a portion of it, you've still saved the other 65% and that you've preserved that. So that's usually the rule of thumb and the way I follow uh, the, the, the numbers as far as, you know, being uh, compromising with your wife is let's, yeah, let's sit down, let's put some money in a safe money strategy, and then let's leave some money on the side for you to, to uh, let's see, what did he say? He's a nerd, yeah. <laughs> Re researching and buying and selling as his hobby. So uh, yeah, you could take the other thirty or thirty-five percent and and uh, put it into your hobby, so to speak, and and play games and and see what see what happens. And I've had clients that I've done that with. To be honest with you, and we've kind of had a competition: who does better by the end of the year? I like that. And so he'll take That's his thirty-five percent, and we'll see what percentage of gain or loss he had. And we'll use my my seventy percent or sixty five percent in my safe money strategy, and we'll see who does better. That's so, pretty cool. Uh, uh, some some years, you know, my clients do better. Yeah. Some years I do better. So, uh, but but at the end of the day, you don't have to worry. In my strategies, you don't have to worry about losing money to make it back <laughs> right. and get back to zero. So. That's that's great. I love that. I mean, it keep, yeah. keep, makes it kind of fun. So, you know, we you do a lot. You've done a lot of segments on spousal strategies, and the big thing is in compromise and uh, communication when with spouses retiring or when one spouse retires, as we've done on this show. Well, the next question. Oh, let me throw this out because man, you are begging Daniel to come in, and you and your wife eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six from Barbara. Uh, I'm going to be retiring from the federal government in 2023, and uh, my husband is retiring at the same time. Now, our savings are comprised of my thrift savings plan. Um, his 403B and 401K, we've also, uh, we have shared money outside our workplace savings and Roth retirement accounts, taxable investment accounts, taxable mutual funds. Who should I consult to ensure that my drawdown strategy is optimized to minimize taxes? Me. Marty <laughs> Neville. That's who. Yes. 
Give me a call. That's that's my area of expertise, especially federal government. I am a federal benefits expert. Uh, I I work with uh, I still do work with many various agencies around the country uh, with with all federal benefits and put together retirement plans specifically geared towards the the federal government and TSP and FIGLI, uh, FEHB. So these are all the different benefits that that federal employees have. So yes, uh, you could give me a call and I will be happy to sit down with you and put together a plan for you and be able to maximize and, and minimize your taxes and maximize your income uh, based on all of your different sources of income. So Barbara, uh, congratulations. You're going to have a pension in, in addition to some Social Security. It depends if you're FERS or SERS and those federal employees out there, uh, you know what I'm talking about, FERS or SERS. But uh, yes, let's let's uh, have a conversation. Let's sit down. I'll put together a good plan for you, and uh, we'll we'll figure out what the best drawdown strategy, and we're going to maximize that income and minimize those taxes. I was never a federal employee, so I don't know what you were talking about there. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. FERS and SERS. FERS is the federal employee federal employee retirement system, uh, which is the newer system that uh, that uh, allows for a pension and Social Security. Okay. Okay. And SERS, SERS was the civil service side, ah. which didn't allow for Social Security. Those are for, they've actually eliminated SERS a while ago, but there's still some employees out there that are that are CSRA. So, uh, um, you know, <laughs> wow. they're, they're, they're becoming a rare breed, but, but they're out there. But yes, I am a federal benefits expert and I could put together plans uh, using your pension and using all the different sources of income that you've, uh, that you've outlined. Barbara. You know, we don't mention that enough. I need to start mentioning that, that you are a federal benefits um, expert at this and, yes. and, and you, yeah, well, those thanks, who have yes, federal I plans. Am. I have uh, have trained extensively over the years uh, in the federal benefits arena. I've worked with, uh, like I said, quite a few agencies, uh, everything from the Secret Service to FBI to Farm Bureau uh, air traffic control, mm-hmm. you name it. I've uh, I've worked with all the different agencies uh, around the country, and uh, and helped uh, transition and and know what your what your pension is going to look like and everything. All the different aspects of uh, federal retirement benefits, including health insurance, uh, life insurance, and uh, and all the different other sources of uh, of benefits that the federal employees are entitled to. Not only a retirement specialist, but a federal benefits specialist with Marty Neville. For those who have that, you were talking about thrift savings plans earlier on the show. Uh, either way, Marty will work with you, as we mention on this show all the time, 888-519-9096. From Dick, I am 56 and plan to work another 10 years. I have 18500 in a simple IRA with a financial planner. Now, the amount was rolled over from a previous employer, my current employer... Offer he must have a side job or anyway offers a 457 deferred comp plan in addition to a pension plan. I'd like the pre-tax advantages of either the traditional IRA or 457 plan, and would like these funds to supplement my pension. Which choice would help me do that? Well, that's a kind of a good question because uh, the 457, the contribution limits are a lot higher than an IRA, and we talked about that last segment. The contribution limits uh, for an IRA, uh, you're 56, so you're over 50, so you can contribute $7,000 to an IRA. 
uh, you can contribute twenty seven thousand to a four fifty seven plan through your current through the new employer. So um, and obviously you're going to have a pension. So you're going to have Social Security. You're going to have a pension. You're going to have uh, you know distributions from your. So you're going to have some good sources of He's income. Got, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of what you're going to be in, enforced <laughs> really? in, in the future, uh, but uh, my biggest concern is you've only got eighteen five in that IRA in that simple IRA. That's that's not going to be sufficient the to reason meet I thought all your he, needs. Is that a side business he has? I mean, am I confused there to have a simple IRA? A simple IRA was from a, a if you were self-employed or if you owned a, a you know if you were a carpenter or an electrician or something. Oh, okay, could have been in the past. Yeah. So somewhere in the past, if he had a simple IRA, that was from some self-employment that he had. But uh, you, I'll be honest with you, Dick, you don't have enough. You know, you've got to simple. maximize yeah. the contributions into that four fifty-seven, and and save other money if you can. Uh, as as much as possible, because uh, you know I don't know how much your pension is going to be, but uh, you know, and I don't know what your social security is going to be. But we should definitely sit down and, and put together a strategy and a plan because if you only have eighteen five and you're fifty six and you're going to work for ten years, you've got to maximize those that savings in the next ten years, he's, my friend. Yeah, and he's got he's kind of set up as you said, but he just needs to start maximizing the savings. He needs, uh, he needs a plan in place. He yeah. needs, he needs a, some, uh, you know, with all due respect, I mean, Dick, you're a big boy. I don't have to, you know, I'm not trying to tell you what to do or, do, or, or, or be condescending to you, but you need a coach to help you, you know, f- f- focus on what you need to do for the next uh, 10 years of your final employment. No, that's what it's about. Uh, in many ways, you are a coach for your clients, uh, like yes. an, an accountability coach or just, we've said it here before, Michael Jordan knew he needed a coach. He knew he needed a coach. And so, yeah, I mean, it's more necessary now than ever. Here's a chance to start that that whole process with Marty. Learn if you want to actually get a better handle on where you are now. And also, you can make the decision if you want to go forward with Marty and get great information from this. A comprehensive initial review opportunity here at no cost, no obligation. You know, Dave, it's football season, so every, all I these, should have used a football these, analogy. Yeah, yeah, all these professional <laughs> football players, you know, they know what to do out on the field, but they all have coaches. They do. So you know, it's it's still you know it's still important to have somebody there to help with guide you, even and, Tom and talk Brady to you about it, and, <laughs> and help you. Yeah, Tom Brady and Prescott and yeah. and everybody else out there, they all know what to do, but you know, they still have coaches, and that's what I do. So give me a call. My number is eight eight eight. Five one nine nine zero nine six, and we'll set up a time, either in person at the office or on the phone and an initial consultation, and we'll have a conversation and put together plans that are custom tailored just for your wants, needs, goals, and desires. So, uh, the the guaranteed lifetime income plan, in addition to the Social Security maximization report, they're crucial to have. If you don't have a written plan. With all due respect, folks, you need one. And that's that's what I'm going to do for you first thing at no cost, no obligation. So 888-519-9096 is my number. Give me a call and we'll start the process today. Everybody I meet with at the office gets a copy of my book, Retirement Smart America. So much will be covered in this. And yes, it will give you a, a better better handle on where you are now. And in many ways, and especially I think if you go forward with Marty, uh, it helps to give you confidence 
in the whole planning process, too. It's really about helping to take the mystery out of something that can seem quite overwhelming, especially these days, and that's retirement planning. So, again, the number is 888-519-9096 to schedule this at no cost, no obligation with Marty, a comprehensive initial review, 888-519-9096. And you know Marty's going to be back here next week, same time, to get this information out and give you things to consider in a very what can be a very long phase of your life and a new phase for you. That is retirement. Hope you join us next week for another Financial Safari. Coach P. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.